Welcome to First Saints Community Church Daily Podcast for Advent 2019. My name is Chris Owens. I'm lead pastor of First Saints Community Church. And today is the second week of Advent, beginning the second week, day eight. I'm calling today Spiritual Smugness. And I'm going to be reading from Matthew 3, 1 through 12. But before I do, just want to remind you again, this is not (laughs) pre-Christmas. This is Advent, and so we're going to be meeting John the Baptist, who seems like totally not Christmassy at all. But I just ask you to keep an open mind and open heart, and here is the word from Scripture, Matthew 3, verses 1 through 12. In those days, John the Baptist came, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah, A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. John's clothes were made of camel's hair, and he had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan, Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warns you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you, that out of these stones God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Wow. So, uh, Merry Christmas to you, right? (laughs) Remember, this is not pre-Christmas now. So, of all the biblical figures to focus on this time of year, why does the church traditionally turn to John the Baptist now? What's the deal? Well, if you understand John's purpose, it kind of makes sense. John's purpose was to prepare the way for the coming of the Lord, the Messiah. Remember, this is Advent. We're we're waiting for the coming of the Lord. And his job is to get God's people ready to receive the Christ when he came. And there's just no way you can ignore someone like John the Baptist. You you just can't ignore his words as, as uncomfortable as they make us feel. All except the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Now, they were the religious insiders of the day, the religious leaders, the respected folks, but they came to check out this John the Baptist guy, and they were kind of like detached observers, you know, just going to check him out. I mean, they didn't have any reason to repent, after all. I mean, they were children of Abraham. They were God's special people. Why do they need all this repentance stuff? Actually, they needed it the most, I want to tell you something. Look, uh, turning back to God isn't just some one-time come-to-Jesus moment. We spend our whole lives turning back to God. 
And if you can't see or you refuse to see your blind spots and your shadows and your compulsions and addictions and your emotional and spiritual immaturity and your selfishness and neediness and your pride and your tendency to put your I, my, me, myself in the middle of everything, then it really doesn't, if that's your life, then it really doesn't matter what else you believe or practice as a Christian. You're lost. <laughs> and the same goes for me too. If I don't feel any need to repent, if I'm fine with my life or I'm content to look down on other people as better, then I'm lost. Now, admitting that we're lost isn't meant to, you know, launch us into, oh, woe is me, I'm just a poor, rotten sinner, you know, self-loathing, I call that. No, it's the pathway to freedom. Because if I can see where I need to repent, if I can name it, then I can get on with running right into the forgiving, nurturing, empowering love of God. See, it's freedom to be able to know where I need to grow. Because then I can turn that over to God and God can work with me to grow. That's awesome. It's hard, painful work coming to grips with who we are and who we're not. Coming to grips with our shadows and our worst selves. We call that, some people call that shadow boxing. But if we can't be honest with ourselves, if we can't bring ourselves to that altar of confession with, the eye, with our eyes wide open to the truth about ourselves and about God, and how can we really ever expect to live? Look, Christ is coming. He's coming again. Time is short and only getting shorter. So we got to get on with the, with the business of turning our lives back around to God and know the freedom of what it means when we do that. All right. I hope that's some good encouragement for you today. God bless you. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.